welcome to Race to Deliver podcast with Vladimir Subject. I am excited to welcome you to this week's episode. I believe God's going to use this podcast to enrich your spiritual walk with Him. Thank you so much, each and every one of you who is sharing this podcast with your friends, posting it on social media, and also leaving the review. Let's dive into this week's episode. The end times. What are the signs of the end times? In Matthew chapter 24, verse 3, disciples asked Jesus, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? When Jesus talked about destruction of Jerusalem and the temple, he, they wanted to know when will the destruction of Jerusalem happen? When will be the sign of His coming and the signs of the end times? These are the three main questions that are discussed in Matthew chapter 24. Now, it's important as we're going to dive into this video, it's important to understand that these topics are interwoven and sometimes they're difficult to determine which event is being described. The difficulty is specially resolved when we understand that a lot of times the prophecy is able of being both near and remote fulfillment. Jesus uses the tragic events surrounding the destruction of the Jerusalem in 70 AD as a picture of the conditions that will begin to accelerate preceding His return. So these are the few things I want us to keep in mind. The end times started with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. In fact, we see in Acts chapter 2 verse 16 and 17, And this was spoken by the prophet Joel, It shall come to pass in the last days, says God, I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. So I want you to notice the emphasis in the last days. So Peter is making a reference to the prophecy by Joel that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit will happen in the last days and this happened over 2,000 years ago. So the last days, the end times, they already started. They started with Jesus' time, with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But things have definitely gotten very, very close to the last of the last days, the end of the end times. Let's look at the 10 signs that we see mentioned by the Lord Jesus Christ concerning the end times. The first sign is the rise of false messiahs and fake religions. False religions. In Matthew 24 verse 5 Jesus says, For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will lead many astray. You know, we've had over 1,100 leaders in just the last 50 years to claim to be Christ. I was recently in Philippines in a Davao city and they have their own little uh, Christ called uh, Pastor Apollo who is known all over you know the world and claims to have over 5 million followers and he claims to be the coming, the, the coming second Christ, the second coming of Jesus Christ along with many messiahs that are around the world right now walking around and claiming that they are Christ incarnate. Not only that but Jesus says in Matthew 24 verse 11, He says that many false prophets will rise and deceive many. You know not long after Jesus' ascension, Prophet Muhammad rose up. He claimed that he received a special revelation through an angel and millions of people followed his teaching. We know that prophet, not prophet, but Joseph Smith also had a, had a revelation from an angel and started a movement called the Mormon Church. And so there's many movements that started from angels and divine revelations, 
uh, new age is leading massive massive revival of quickening a curiosity into spiritual things that has that is not has nothing to do with Christianity has nothing to do with scripture and has nothing to do with with Christ and so in the last days this is not going to be a resurgence or a revival of atheism there's going to be a great spiritual awakening that is not going to necessarily be an awakening of Christianity as much as an awakening of just different religions rising up and different movements and most of them and a lot of them will be deceiving and a lot of them will be fake and Jesus warned us about that. The second big sign of the coming of the end of days is the wars in the world. Matthew 24 verse 6 and 7 he says, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars but you are not to be troubled for all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet for nations will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there will be famines. Uh, history tells us that for every year of peace there are 13 years of war. Since 1945 in just 48 years there has been 300 wars. Not one day has been there without a war. 15 nations and this is already outdated by many years, 15 nations have nuclear weapons and every single day 10 nuclear bombs are being made somewhere in the world. The world is approaching World War III and the World War III will make all the wars in the world look like nothing because of so much weapons that already been developed, nuclear weapons, bioweapons that are developed today in the world. You know I come from Ukraine and Ukraine is currently going through war with Russia when Russia is trying to take a part of their territory. War destroys nations, war destroys economy, it kills people. War, those who survive war or who win war are damaged a lot of times. They're, they're fighting and with mental problems and a lot of things because war is really really deadly and Jesus says in the last days coming closer to the end of the end of times. There's going to be a lot of war that will be taking place. Sign number three is increase in hunger. The scripture says in Matthew 24 verse 7, he says there will be famines. New York Times reported 40,000 40, deaths occurred every day in the world due to malnutrition. So 40,000 deaths happen all around the world due to lack of proper nutrition. US Today reports 90% of all babies born in the next 20 years will be born in the countries that are least able to feed them. You know for those of you who maybe who are in the part of the world where there's abundance of food and you know I live in the United States where our problem is obesity, our problem is overeating but majority of the world that is not the problem. The problem is lack of food, lack of proper food, lack, lack of healthy food and clean running water. Sign number four is earthquakes. In Matthew 24 verse 7 it says there will be famines, pestilences and earthquakes in various places. Historians have calculated that major earthquakes have increased more than 2000% since Columbus discovered the new world. Time magazine states that there, there has been more major earthquakes in the last 20 years than we have seen in the previous 100. 
Another statistic says that 800,000 earthquakes take place or get recorded every year and about 2,200 a day. Now just because it's not all over the news, we only hear about the major ones. But there's so many smaller ones that are happening. The earth is groaning for the revelation of the sons of God. The earth is groaning for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Sign number five, Jesus says that there will be incurable sicknesses and pandemics. We see that there will be pestilences. You know, there's so much new strains of cancer, malaria, tuberculosis, AIDS, you know, is 100% fatal. There's no cure for that. But we just came out and still coming out of a pandemic called COVID-19. And though a lot of it has been portal, uh, uh, politicized and and so so much stuff that has been even blown out of proportion but let's face it from the latest statistic that says that 3.82 million people died from COVID-19 and over 176 people were infected with the disease I mean the whole world came to a stop the whole the travel the business the commerce everything came to a stop the churches were shut down and so and th that's one of the things that is happening in the last days in the midst of our medicine in the midst of our technological advancements we've experienced that already and i really believe that we are standing on the edge we are at the coming of the lord jesus christ because we are living in the last days and jesus says there will be pestilence we see also the bible says Number six is persecution of Christians. It says in uh, Matthew 24 verse 9 that they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. There will be an intense persecution against Christians. Now we see that we've always seen that in other parts of the world. You know my parents came from a persecution where atheists and Communist, communists mainly who were atheists were killing Christians in Hitler's in Hitler's um, Germany you know they were wiping out Christians they were wiping out Jews they were wiping out other people shutting things down at first Hitler was supposedly friendly with Christians and then afterwards everything changed in different parts of the world today in China in North Korea in different parts of the world where Boko Haram you know kills Christians like cattle in Middle East where Christians are being beheaded. It's no longer even showing up on the news because it's so common. In the Western world where if you say what the Bible says, you're called hate speech. You get censored. Now it's not the same as persecution but still there's a hostility toward Christians. There's hostility toward people who believe in Jesus and that's only going to increase as we're coming closer and closer to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Num sign number seven is the huge surge of wickedness. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 24 verse 10, it says, and many will be offended, will betray one another and will hate one another. There will be a huge hate toward people. There will be a huge offense. And if I could describe this generation, I would use two words hate and offense. They're so easily offended, it's unbelievable. Our generation is educated, yet it's so sensitive. Our generation also is very hate-filled, especially the ones that accuse you of hate speech, especially the ones that walk around and fight for, you know, against racism, 
as though that's the cure, you know, anti-racism, that that's going to solve everything. And they hate the other race that they're telling the race not to be racist because the solution is not protests and anti-racism is not the solution. I know that I'm going to offend somebody right now, which is a sign that you're living the last days if you're offended right now. The solution is not anti-racism, the solution is love. The solution is not what we're against, the solution is what we're for. Number eight, sign number eight is the love of many believers would grow cold, will grow cold. Matthew 24 verse 12 it says, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. Meaning as the world is getting darker, the light will go shiner, the light will shine brighter, but there will be believers and many of them who will become complacent, who will become lukewarm. And honestly, I'm seeing that. I see two things happening at the same time. I see a huge revival happening at the church. And at the same time, I see a huge this disappointment where, you know, deliverance is mocked, supernatural is mocked, where churches are becoming more progressive, where today there are liberal pastors, you know, on TikTok who will go and, you know, um, say that all of these things that Christians believe are just simply not true, that Jesus supported homosexuality, that Jesus supported progressive Christianity which embraces sin. And we see that where denominations that started in holiness and righteousness are, are ordaining gay bishops, where they are allowing these things and they're redefining the Bible. And they're letting love become God instead of the Bible teaches us that God is love. Completely different. And the love of believers is growing cold. The passion for prayer is growing cold in so many places because of the wickedness, because of the materialism. The hearts of believers are being weighted down with the cares of life, deceitfulness of riches and with all of the worldliness around them. Number nine, and I'm excited about this one. Is the world evangelism. The Bible says that and this gospel of the kingdom, Matthew 24 verse 14, will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end shall come. It's interesting that the end is not attached to lawlessness, complacency, wars and famine and pestilence and pandemics. The end is not attached to all famine and, and so many disasters, the end is attached to and this gospel will be preached and then the end shall come. Come on somebody, drop that emoji right now in the video because this, this is good. So that means the end, guess who determines the end? We through the spreading of the gospel. We through the spreading of the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. That's why, you know, we're not waiting for Satan to make a move. Everything is on the hold. All of the other crazy stuff that's happening is waiting for us to advance the Kingdom of God, preach the Gospel to every nation, every tongue and every creature. That's why I'm using the social media. That's why we're using the media today because the world is on internet, the world is connected and that's why we're sending missionaries. That's why we're believing in the, in the evangelism and in the missions. Why? Because then the end shall come. And then sign number 10 is Israel in the land. Now this is also very debatable. Some people say that's not what this means and I'm just going to take a traditional stand on this verse in Matthew 24 verse 32 and 33. Jesus says, Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already been become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that the summer is near. You also, when you see all these things, 
know that it's near at the door and then verse 34 of chapter 24 it says now assuredly to you this generation will by no means pass away until all these things take place now we know that in may 14 1948 israel was reborn israel became a nation again and we know that many of the prophecies concerning israel they the whole end of times surrounds around israel the, the coming of Jesus Christ, the Great Tribulation, it, it goes all around Israel. So a lot of these things couldn't be fulfilled until people came back to the land and that's what happened. Now when it comes to the Scripture tells us that this generation by no means will pass before all these things will take place. There's so many different variations on what that means. Is it means 42 years as a generation as it mentions in Matthew 1 uh, 17 is generation 70 years or 80 years as mentioned in Psalm 90 verse 10 is generation 100 years as mentioned in Genesis 15 12 through 16 and I'm gonna tell you one thing I don't know. We don't know the hour. We don't know the exact time but we know that Jesus is coming soon and we know that we live in the last days and when disciples ask Jesus that is this the time that you're going to restore the kingdom Jesus says really none of your business boys your business is to advance the kingdom cast out demons heal the sick make disciples baptize people teach people to observe everything that I taught you your business is not too many days from now you'll receive the power of the Holy Spirit and go be my witnesses. So I want to challenge you today. Let's not look for the Antichrist. I want to challenge you today. You know, don't the end times is not a time to just spur our curiosity. It's to change our conduct, to watch and pray as the Lord told us. The end time, we must understand that everything will be one day destroyed. This should motivate us to build our life and to build our treasures in heaven. And remember, the day of the Lord is coming. And the Lord of that day is coming as well. And those are going to be glorious days. He is going to judge the nations. He's going to finally set things right. He is going to establish His kingdom. This kingdom is advancing, but it's going to be consummated. It's going to take over the world. And we're looking forward to that day as Christians. This is a bright future that we have. And if you're not a Christian, you gotta you gotta you gotta switch sides. You gotta jump on this on this train before it's too late. You gotta you gotta join Team Jesus because He has died for you. He has risen, and the Scripture says He's coming again. And so these are some of the signs of the end times. We are already living in the end times. It started two thousand years ago, and we are standing at the end of the end times. And the way to speed up the process is to preach the gospel, be a witness, be used by the Holy Spirit and to look forward to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Raise to Deliver podcast. I would like to ask you to drop a review for this podcast and also sign up for weekly updates so you can get in the email a reminder and notes of the upcoming podcasts. As I am streaming now on YouTube and on Facebook every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific time, I would like to invite you to join me for that as well. If God puts on your heart to be a partner of this ministry, you can do so at pastorvlad.org slash forward give. Thank you so much and remember, you were raised to deliver.